Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hashtag Team Open. This is Open Up. The podcast, the chat, the extra thought to accompany my first book, Open, a toolkit for how magic and messed up life can be. Team of Open! Big and serious. People know that I'm big and serious. A feast of thoughts and discussions on topics featured within the gigantic hardback itself, which weighs over a kilogram, by the way, so this will be a bit lighter. So what are you going to get out of this? Well, I hope you're going to get inspiration, food for thought and maybe some advice. At this stage in my life, I'm quite quick to sort of let friendships go. I think the worst possible thing you could do is continue the argument online. Get involved, make sure you subscribe wherever you usually get your podcasts from. Become part of Team Open. I think as teenagers, we're quite dramatic and we take the littlest thing and we just make it like really, really big. Hello, I'm Gemma Kearney and I'm out on the road on a double-decker giant yellow bus called Dandelion. And I haven't lost my mind yet, but I might do one day. I'm really excited, actually, because I'm going to be going to speak to loads of young people about all sorts of things, like the, the big things in life that can sometimes confuse us, from love and heartbreak and friendship to body image and consent. We're really going to go there and have a big old chat, and we're going to all open up about how brilliant and magic and messed up life can be. I'm teased for having an accent. People call me posh and they say, Ooh, do you live with the Queen? And I say, Ooh, yes, I live with the Queen in Buckingham Palace. First up, it's friendship and bullying. I'm not usually a mean person, but we constantly throw like very horrible insults at each other just for a you to me. Big and serious. People know that I'm big and serious. So I'm in Darwin in an awesome school. There's lots of smiles and giggling today. It's so fun. Uh, In Blackburn, to be more specific. I'm with Oliver, Emma, Sammy, Nicola and Georgie. And we are... Team of Open! (laughs) So first of all, I want to know about your mates, your friends, your world. Describe what they're like in three words. Talkative, loud and funny. Funny, the crazy... And they're very, like, kind. My friends are kind, caring, and I like to be with them. My friends are random, very talkative, but there's also a mix of, like, personalities. My friends are just plain crazy. (laughs) (laughs) So you're going to hear my conversation with loads and loads of amazing people aged between the ages of 12 to 18 in this series. Before I got on my big yellow bus called Dandelion and set off around the UK, I visited a school in Shadwell in East London 
and I wanted to get to the nitty gritty of what it means to an individual to be a friend. My name's Aisha, I'm in year 12. My name's Hafsa, I'm in year 12. My name's Afsana, I'm in year 10. Do you think that you are generally a good friend? Sometimes I'm a bit clingy with my friends, especially my best friend recently. I think I was becoming very possessive. I do try to be supportive and listen. I am a bit annoying, but I think generally I am a good friend. Do you think the clinginess got worse because of social media? Because you can see your best mate talking to other people, other people trying to talk to your best mate. I didn't see her much yesterday and I was like, I didn't see you all day yesterday. I think I'm like a little annoying girlfriend a bit, but with my best friend. So. I'm quite an honest person, which some people like and some people don't. And I think if someone's honest to me, I'd really appreciate it, which is why I'm the same to others. So if I see someone in a situation and they need advice, I'm going to be as honest as possible, even if it's something that they're not going to want to hear and it's something that they're not going to like, I will still say it. And it has cost me like friendships in the past, but I haven't let that like sort of bring me down because I think in the future, I know this is a very vain thing to say, but I think in the future they will thank me for saying it. So I do just, I think overall I am a good friend, but not everyone agrees. You give real talk. Yeah, I think honesty is just so important because people end up making such massive mistakes. And how can you sit there as a friend, watch your friend make the mistake when you could have spoken out months before? And I think I, I, I could never do that to someone. So I just say things when it's needed before anything happens. Has there ever been a situation where someone's actually thanked you later for being honest? Yeah, one of my friends were in a relationship and they, the person was quite, they weren't directly aggressive, they were sort of indirect and she couldn't see it because they weren't being direct about it. So I, I did tell the person, this person isn't good for you, they're quite a toxic person to have in your life. But I didn't say like, cut him off, cut him off like that. I kind of just adv slowly advised her into it. And so she ended up doing it like a couple months afterwards and she really did thank me for it because she didn't, she started to see it after I did. At the end of the day, if you're a nice person and you're not mean to someone, you don't make someone feel bad about themselves, then yeah, I guess you can say you are a good friend. So it's fair to say really that we don't all get on with everyone and that it's impossible to be liked by everyone that's around us. Yeah, it is. You don't need everyone's approval. What is the most important thing about friendship? Being supportive and knowing that that person is always there for you, even if they're not always the person that you tend to go to. Sometimes I don't go to my best friend for everything. Like I have other people that I might go to, but just to know that if I was in any serious trouble, she would always be there for me. And just for her to know that I would be the same for her. Even if um, your friends aren't 100% with you on a certain situation, I think the best thing that they can do, if you're not gonna change your mind, is support you instead of constantly bring you down and just complain about what you're doing. The people you hang out with has an effect on how you are and just surround yourself with positive people and you'll be much more happy. Would you be honest about something that's a bit more throwaway rather than a relationship like if someone looked ridiculous? <laughs> I have had a friend, but her honesty was, in a sense, you'd come into school one day, she'd be like, you look horrible. That's, that, that's how she'd do it. And it was quite brutal and the effect wasn't nice. And she's done it to me as well. And I kind of realised that's not the kind of honesty that I'm trying to promote. It's kind of... in serious situations. So if someone doesn't particularly look nice one day, they might not even say it at all, because that's not something serious, I think. Unless they're going out on a date. Then oh, you've really? got to tell them, stop. <laughs> <laughs> Go home and change. I've got to say, actually, these outfits, the sort of clown political statement outfits that I've been wearing on tour, uh, have caused quite a reaction. Maybe not what I was exactly hoping for, 
in the book it talks about making rainbows and uh, loving things that you love whatever they are but uh, I think everyone's quite bewildered by my uh, my sartorial taste one of the things that I feel most lucky about in my life and speak a lot about in the book as well is my friends I feel like friends it's a bit of a secret but friends are almost better than family in some ways because you choose them mostly and they're your friends so you have an exchange of respect hopefully and yeah I'm obsessed with mine a big old crazy tangled ball of elastics of different sorts of people wrapped up around each other supporting each other so I got together with them and we made a word wall Um, I've got a list of uh, different words associated with friendship here on page 18 of the actual book which we have in front of us Um, it's a word wall which was built with help from my mates when I asked them what friendship means to them mischief is that allowed in friendships laughter yeah that's the best one I love laughter I think my friends give me stomach aches it's horrible (laughs) (laughs) that's amazing I want a stomach ache from laughing mutual respect I think respect is is really an underused word in a way when it comes to relationships respect is is a really cool thing because then you can disagree with someone and you can be honest with someone and you can have like a more of a complex relationship as long as there is this fundamental respect forgiveness have you guys had to forgive Mm -hmm. anyone recently at this stage in my life I'm quite quick to sort of let friendships go because I'm really just trying to focus on myself and if someone is quite negative around me I'm going to distance myself right I could be friends with you since forever and I will not hesitate to distance myself from you because at this stage you know you can't afford to sort of mess up and if I have someone negative in my life that's not helping me with school that's not helping me with life that's not supporting me then I I I wouldn't like forgive them I kind of just distance myself I describe it in the book as as toxic friendship Mm -hmm. which sounds quite harsh but you know when something is is potentially alluring or it seems exciting but actually you know that it's not good for you yeah what is the most fun thing to do with your mates to mess about in school <laughs> definitely I, ha- I I don't know what it is it's just a thrill of trying almost getting in trouble but not actually getting in trouble it's just the best feeling ever and even getting told off by a teacher with your if you're with your friend it is actually quite funny and you will we still talk about getting in trouble with like teachers all the time but yeah, supply teachers. <laughs> Four supply teachers. <laughs> they are amazing memories. That you could, you will just never stop laughing about them. You are listening to the Open Up Podcast. Okay, so you've downloaded the podcast. I'm very happy about that. It's nice to be in your ears. Cheers. But are you going to take on board Team Open? Are you going to feel free to open up and tell someone something that you've wanted to for ages? Are you ready to start talking? The book tour officially starts today. I could explode, I could pop with excitement. Uh, We are on the double-decker, open-top, yellow bus that nobody thought was real. It's real, it's happening. It's like the Spice Girls movie, if you've ever watched that. And if you haven't, then you need to. Um, Yeah, Dandelion, she's alive. And we are going all around the country to speak to excellent people because I really like talking. So it will be fascinating it will be ridiculous um and it might be emotional at points but hopefully it will be uplifting and helpful because 
My goodness, we need help sometimes. And it's Friday! Come on! <laughs> Hannah Witten, vlogger du jour, blogger, <laughs> author of Doing It. Let's talk about you, age 14. How long ago was that? Uh, 11 years ago. So not that long ago, weirdly. 11 years ago seems like a long time no, to me. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like actually not. Who were you? I think I was probably quite similar to how I am now. Maybe a little less confident, still massive nerd, teacher's pet, care a lot about what other people think of me. <laughs> I think I was still kind of dealing with some repercussions of bullying and there was some kind of like mean girls in my school. But what my mum always said to me was like, they're only mean because they're jealous of you. And then I was like, yeah, they are jealous of me because I'm great. <laughs> <laughs> I had some good friends and then there were some really awful times. Mm-mm. Have you got any advice for anyone listening that is being bullied at the moment or is maybe trying to get over the fact that they have been bullied once? I think if you are being bullied, then tell someone. Uh, it doesn't necessarily have to be a teacher or a parent, but just anyone because often when people are bullied, they can kind of suffer in silence and they isolate themselves. And just telling someone what's happening to you can really help and then maybe they can help you. Um, And then just in general advice to 14 year olds, you don't have to know who you are. You don't have to have it all sorted. You, You can experiment with different versions of yourself. You don't have to fully understand what's going on to the world, your body, your mind, your heart. You don't. It's all up in the air and you don't have to put all of that pressure on yourself to get it. One of the youngest groups that I've met so far was in Darwin near Blackburn. And after talking to Hannah Witten about her experiences at school, I wanted to dig into what it's like when you're bullied or what it's like if you don't feel like you've got a good friendship network around you. If there was somebody listening to this who is feeling a bit upset now because they don't have friends and they feel quite alone, have you got any advice as to what they might do about that and how they can feel less alone? Go out there and just present yourself and like don't be worried about what people think. Talk to people and introduce yourself because they they might be nervous also of talking to you. Try and do things that you like to do and then hopefully you'll find other people with the same interests as you. I've got friends who are so different from me but they're people that I know and I trust and I can be with perfectly happily even if we don't like the same things. Have any of you guys ever been bullied before? I'm teased for having an accent because people call me posh and they say that I must be from London and I must live like a life that the Queen does. And I just think that's just so stereotypical. Yes, I have an accent, but so do so many other people. So I don't see why they're choosing me as the target. If people say, ooh, do you live with the Queen? And I say, ooh, yes, I live with the Queen in Buckingham Palace (laughs) because obviously I don't live with the Queen and they obviously know that. It's sometimes hard to think of what to say and what to do, but quite often I just ignore it. Numerous times from infant school to high school, it's constant, but I'm used to it now, so I just ignore them. They just take a mick out of things that I like, the way I look, the way I speak, what friends I have. Where does bullying come from, do you reckon? I think it's just from the disliking of people. Like I think they just do it for the fun of it, for like enjoyment. 
I read something yesterday. Someone sent it to a group chat. The person who laughed at you for crying, their mum's dead. And it just makes you think they're just trying to make themselves feel better about the stuff that have happened to them by making you feel worse. So it's people that are sometimes going through unhappy times try and inflict unhappiness. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. On other people. You're listening to the Open Up Podcast with Gemma Kearney. Remember to rate and review us and to subscribe to Open Up. Share the love, tell your mates about it too. So somewhere between a good friend and a bully, you can find a toxic friend or even a frenemy. A frenemy is quite a new phenomenon as a phrase, but what does it actually mean? It's something that I explored in the book itself, in a chart of frenemies. From late friends to people that make you feel really bad about yourself. I asked Logan Hanin, Adam Sada and Siha in Glasgow to tell me about their definition of a frenemy is someone who you have a rivalry with is a friendly like a friendly rivalry you don't get along but you still have that feeling that you want to go against this person you want to do your best you want to push your limits to the max with this person and you feel like you can go on and do even more better things with this person in tow so they're kind of your mate but you're also a bit in competition and you can sometimes be quite spiky and mean to each other. So it's many different things, right? Frenemies are just like people you consider friends, but you kind of have that tense like situation around you guys. Like you constantly want to be better than each other, but you also like respect each other in some ways. How common are frenemies? Well, I think the obvious example is I think that Adam and I would be frenemies <laughs> really? because we constantly, I'm not usually a mean person, but we constantly throw like very horrible insults at each other. I do consider her like a very close friend of mine, but I do agree that she does throw some very harsh insults my way more than most people. <laughs> With our generation, we are extremely open people. Like I can tell these people to 
you know, jump off a bridge and they will take it as normal. When do you think that that leads into bullying, though? Because I've definitely spoken to some awesome young people who are so funny and tenacious, you know, this type of like humour, like really pushing it. And obviously you have a right to speak to each other however you actually want if you are OK. But how about you're feeling kind of sensitive that day or somebody takes it too far? Like, when does it become like, ouch? I think there's a very sort of thin line between being frenemies and becoming enemies. Frenemies are sort of like a vessel for each other to express that anger and the irritation towards other people, but they don't take it well. But there are times where you've got to take a step back and think that I've hurt this person, but I've done it all the time, but I know now that I've hurt her or him. And you've got to realise that you've got to own up to your mistakes, because when frenemies are like, it's just a joke, we're pals, you've got to be like, no, because that wasn't a joke, it's serious. Like experimentation in language and relationships as well. It's really interesting. And I wonder whether it's like it swells out of control potentially because of social media or like the interaction not stopping. So if your friend upsets you at school and you can go home and switch off from it, then probably by the next day you will feel like a little bit stronger and maybe forget it. But if it continues in a WhatsApp group, for example, then, then maybe that just makes it more intense. I don't know, what do you think? I think people feel comfortable saying things on social media because they don't get to see that reaction from that person. So someone could say a spiteful thing, but they mean it as a joke, but the way you say it counts to what you mean. So you could say a joke to someone and you'll understand it's a joke, but then you could say that same statement online, but people won't take it as a joke. They'll take it as something, as a serious expression. And I think that's the problem with social media. People don't understand that it's not up to you how people take what you say. I think the worst possible thing you could do is continue the argument online, because like it was previously said, you can't really see the facial expressions or the responses to what you've said and how they've responded to it. So it's important that if someone says something cruel to you on social media and they're supposed to be your friend or frenemy, you actually speak to them at school, you actually speak to them face to face so they understand what they've said is wrong instead of continuing an argument on social media where other people can easily see it and just barge in and decide that this person's wrong and this one's right which can just lead to uh, a whole load of other problems and it's something I've witnessed a lot in schools and it's something I tell people every day just say it to their face. Whatever is on the internet stays there. You might have deleted it but it's always somewhere there. So whilst I've been on tour, I've been asked lots of different questions about life. And one of the things that's come up a lot from some of the young people that I'm talking to is how to be a good friend and how to support a friend that's going through something, particularly if it's something that you've never experienced before, like grief for the first time or something that you can't quite identify with, like self-harm or an eating disorder because you really want to be there for your mate, but sometimes it's quite overwhelming. While I was researching Open, I spoke to psychotherapist Dr. Susie Orbach on what to do if your friends are going through a hard time. Just listen. Just be there, listen. Try to encourage somebody to get help if that's what, what you think they require, if you feel out of your depth. Mm. I don't think it's that difficult to listen. We're just not used to it. We get so anxious ourselves that we feel we have to say something. I don't mean don't listen and don't say anything, but being compassionate is really a very... Um, empathic is really an important part of life. I do think that we have a tendency as human beings to take on board other people's problems and... Well, that's great, but I think we need to... 
take them on in such a way that we don't solve them, we try and go to that old adage that a problem, you know, shared is a problem halved or whatever it is, is that, of course, we are all, we're all human. We We know hurt can really affect all of us. The two things to be watchful are is don't always identify by saying, oh, I couldn't manage it. But also don't try to go for solutions because people will find their own way through. So the tour has been absolutely fascinating, talking to so many different types of people about different types of friendship. And I think one of the things that we can take away from this podcast and all this discussion and the thought process behind what a good friendship means is to really appreciate how important friends are and how different different friendships can be. And also to just be really aware of how we are friends, to make sure that we're being kind and we're being good friends and to sort of assess every now and then whether we're spending time with people and sharing our lives and hearts with people that are respecting us and that are making us feel good about ourselves. Another thing that was really, really key in the discussion, especially when going to schools, is bullying. It's an age-old subject matter. People understand what bullying is, but it still feels like people don't know what to do about bullying always and and it can really make you feel powerless and it can make you feel like you can't tell anyone so to end this particular podcast I'm just going to say open up if you are feeling sad if you are being affected by other people's behavior and you're being bullied then it's time to tell someone about it there's a letter that you can use in the book And you could just copy it word for word or you can photocopy it and put your name on it. Or you can tell a teacher. Or if it's in a workplace, you can tell a boss or a HR department. Just please tell someone if this is happening to you and it will take a massive weight off your shoulders. Next week, we continue our tour of world domination. Well, we're going to try anyway. And we're going to talk about activism, feminism and how you can change the world. The music in this podcast was produced by Todd Letty. You're listening to the Open Up Podcast. <laughs> imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.